are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Park the sound at your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe to Locked On Tar Heels podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked On Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. So here's what I have on tap for you guys today. We are going to talk all things Carolina versus Western Carolina today. More importantly, we have got to give you those five key observations as you head into this game. Finally, we're going to talk a little ACC, SEC uh, spiciness. I would love to get into that football conversation and give my three cents that you didn't ask for, but that's okay. Finally, we got to give you some parting questions as you take into the weekend. You head into Chapel Hill prepared for, yes, another Carolina victory. That's what it is. So let's get into it, shall we? Happy Friday, folks. I hope you guys are having a great start to your weekend. If you have already clocked out, I understand. It is 5 o'clock somewhere. If you already started with the morning mimosa, do your thing. If you're ready for your midday Coors Light, hey, listen, no judgment. I am all about having a good time here in quarantine. Just survive as best you know how, okay? Hope you have big plans heading over to Chapel Hill and you are going to be nice and bundled up for this December senior day. It is going to be a good one. Now, the Tar Heels host Western Carolina on a Saturday in their lone non-conference game tomorrow at noon. The series goes as this Carolina leads 2-0. The series streak, Carolina, you know, we're just starting out here, so the streak is just love. It's just these two games. Their last meeting was in 2018 when Carolina won 49-26. to Last UNC win, so, you know, the Tar Heels are just getting it done, right? Carolina and Western Carolina have met twice previously on the football field, only in 2017 and 2018. In the first of a two-game series between the two programs, Carolina scored 65-10 to in their win at Keenan in 2017. Nathan Elliott, that's a throwback name for you, threw for four touchdowns in the victory and eight different Tar Heels found the end zone on the day. So you can only imagine how Sam Howell might do on Saturday. I think he might go for a record eight touchdowns. Could it happen? Or you know what? Honestly, let's keep it a buck. If he scores like four touchdowns, they might go ahead and let somebody else play. I don't know. I don't know how it all works, you know, in the coaching realm, but I think that that could certainly be a possibility. The 2018 game saw Nathan Elliott again pass for 308 yards and two touchdowns to help Carolina beat Western Carolina 49-26. Javante Williams also scored three touchdowns in that game. Again, I think it's so crazy how we talk about Nathan Elliott having a 308-yard game, and that's, like, incredible for, you know, a Carolina quarterback. And now we have Sam Howell, and we're just like, oh, he had a 400-yard day. Oh, you know, nothing. It's just Sam, right? It's amazing to see, again, the trajectory of how the program is going. So when we feel spoiled and we feel like Carolina should be winning all the time, like, think about where we were. Think about at one point Chad Surratt was actually a quarterback for this team. So, you know, we've got to just keep everything (laughs) – in perspective. Now, Mac Brown has only faced Western Carolina once previously in his 32-year head coaching career at the helm at Appalachian State in 83. Brown lost 41-15 to the Catamounts in the regular season finale on November 19th. So, on the call for the game, you have ACC Network West Durham. The play-by-play will be 
or Wes Durham will do play-by-play. Roddy Jones will be an analyst, and Larisha Harris will be on the sideline. For Tar Heel Sports Network, you'll have Jones Angel. Now, I love Roddy, but sometimes he'd be saying the wildest things. I'm like, Roddy, come on, bro. Like, I don't understand what your rationale is here, but we gonna roll with it. Larisha Harris is a fan favorite over here. I always support women in the biz doing big things. So that should be a fun game to listen to. And West Durham is West Durham, right? It's a staple. It's, you know, solid Carolina, I should say North Carolina sports. And so there's so much history there. Now, adding to Western Carolina's fall schedule in late September, as we have mentioned yesterday, this is the third all-time meeting. It was originally slated to be played under the Friday Night Lights on Friday, December 11th, but was advanced to December 5th and mid-November due to some scheduling changes throughout the ACC. Now, remember, we're going to talk about some scheduling changes for the ACC later on in the show, but I just want you, everybody's shifting here. Everybody is having to do a little shift, okay? North Carolina has won both meetings, and so listen, we're back in Chapel Hill for Senior Day, ready to get excited for these seniors. Now, I wanted to remind you guys of how Mac felt about practice going into the week. He wasn't exactly thrilled about the players' performances and how they didn't really get up for practice like they should. So let's take a listen here. Please uh, begin whenever you're ready. Thank you. Just a few thoughts. Uh, practice has been okay this week. It hasn't been great. I've been disappointed. I thought at uh, this point we would come out and have a great practice. And, and this time last year against Mercer's when we really finished strong, we got better in that game. Uh, we, we then beat State and then beat Temple and ended up on a real high. And uh, we've been very inconsistent this week. So I'm, um, I'm not happy with uh, the response, uh, especially after the way we finished the Notre Dame game. We should have been really excited about getting back to work and, and getting better. So we've got uh, we've, we've still got to mature and grow up some. Um, proud of the 17th ranking right now. I thought it was uh, obvious to the uh, college football playoff committee that uh, we, we played well enough at times to, uh, to hang in there and uh, possibly even beat a, a number two team in the country. So proud of them. Uh, those polls are are more important than any of the other polls. In fact, I think the only reason we have the others right now is for, for publicity and media because there's not resumes with those. By the time you get to this point in the year, people know who's played well and, and who hasn't. So, uh, But but uh, they obviously recognize some uh, effort that we, we had. Now, you know, at the end of the day, you got to play, right? You got to sack up. You got to get over it. It's another game. You know, I know you didn't beat the number two team in the country, so that means you got to take it out on the next team that you're playing, which is Western Carolina. It's not going to be the high-flying, whatever, big matchup anticipation as everyone thought it was going to be for the Notre Dame game. But still, that's how you get better. That's how you become an excellent team. That's how you roll, you know, with the next one, and it becomes muscle memory for you to be excellent. So there's that on that. Now, there are 17 seniors that are participating in Senior Day festivities on Saturday. Michael Carter, Austin Chestnut, Austin Crimson, Trevor Collins, Matthew Flint, Tamon Fox, Zach Gill, Cooper Graham, Mason Lawrence, Daz Newsom, Tobichi Noakeji, sorry, Patrice Renee, Jace Reuter, Noah Ruggles, Chaz Surratt, and Garrett Walston. Now, again, we have seen some great leadership, especially from guys like Michael Carter, Daz Newsom, Chaz Surratt, and Garrett Walston. Jace Reuter, who we all know, you know, 
got the nod to not be the starting quarterback, but still stayed, still improved, still did what he had to do, you know, came in and was always available when needed. And Patrice Renee, who's had a hell of a showing, <laughs> right? He's come off some crazy injuries and still battled back. Daz Newsom has been quite the interesting wideout, learning still to control those emotions, but still has been flashing nonetheless. You know, Noah Ruggles, Chat, uh, Garrett Walson have been staples for us. But Michael Carter and Chad Surratt are the seniors that stand out for me most. Tamon Fox and Zach Gill have certainly had strong performances on defense, but Chaz obviously was a sweet story. He has come back when he didn't have to, right? And the fact that he was willing to get more tape on himself, wanting to really learn the position, I think that's going to carry him over when he plays on Sundays. I'm hoping to see Michael Carter on Sundays as well. I would love to see him in a Giants uniform, you know, backing up Saquon Barkley or even starting above Saquon Barkley. I'm good with both either way. I am just super sad to see all these guys go, but I hope that whether they are playing at the next level or they are trying to be, you know, in the workforce, they certainly know that they are always a part of the Carolina family. And that's just what it is here, right? We are all family, good and strong. And some guys are choosing to come back. As we mentioned, Bo Krause is coming back for his fifth year. Uh, Tyrone Hopper is coming back again for his fifth year. So we'll see some guys back in action. And we'll lock and load and reload and get ready for another year under Mac Brown. So let's talk about some key, some interesting conversations when it comes to the ACC. As I mentioned, scheduling changes are a thing, right? But apparently other Power 5 conferences aren't feeling too great about that. Also, I've got your five key observations. We gotta, you gotta give you everything here on Locked on Tar Heels. Do you ever feel like you're always on? I mean, same. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Sometimes I just need to celebrate responsibly. That's when I reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, perfect for a moment to unwind. It doesn't matter what team or sport is playing, Coors Light from Coors Brewing Company, Golden Colorado, is the official beer of watching any sport or team just to drink. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind, so when you need to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. So coming up next week, ACC Big Ten Challenge, you know, December 8th, we are facing Iowa. So you do not want to miss the fantastic crossover episode that I'll be doing with Locked on Hawkeyes, Andrew Wade. I'm super excited for the opportunity to talk hoops with him. I think he has, you know, one good player, Luca Garza, that might give Carolina problems, but we'll have that conversation next week. I am super thrilled to give that to you guys. And as we head into the week, we also got to know that Carolina is facing Miami. So you got to come back and feel like we got to go out on top with the win. Miami and Carolina games are always tense. It's always exciting. So we'll have to have that conversation next week. I look forward to seeing you guys then. Make sure you download, subscribe so you can get that notification that a new episode for Locked on Tar Heels has dropped. All of that good stuff, okay? So I've got your five key observations. And listen, I totally get it. Sometimes you want high-flying analysis. You want the experts to give you play-by-play about how every you know play should be executed and what have you and what you need to look for on every single down. That's great. However, we all know good and hell well that Carolina is going to dominate Western Carolina. It's not even funny, right? We just, we know. 
Okay, we understand it's the lone non-conference game and it has to play because of media um, implications or obligations, I should say. Mac Brown told us so, right? The ACC's got deals that they have to fulfill. And hey, here we are playing a game that we need. Thank God, you know, they're able to play and they're going to go out and do their best and we're going to go for that. So what does that mean for five key observations this week? They don't have to be tense because we know what it is and what it ain't. <laughs> we don't have to go hardcore. So I figured it's Friday. Might as well have fun with some of you guys. If you're listening this far at this point, you've enjoyed so far. So why not keep it going, right? So my five key observations heading into tomorrow's game. Number one, I mean, go seniors, right? How many will get some playing time tomorrow? I hope everybody, if they're able, you know, willing and they're not reg- or they're not, you know, injured or what have you, go seniors. I'm, I'm all about spreading the love. I think that it's really important to highlight that if you've made it through all four years at a university and you happen to play a sport as well, damn it, if you don't deserve all your flowers and your love, because coming from someone who did it, it's not an easy task coming from someone who didn't do it for a major revenue sport. I can only imagine what that kind of pressure is week in and week out. I can only imagine as someone who didn't really live in, I was at the beginning stages of the social media era. Like I didn't, we didn't have Instagram until I was a senior in college. So I didn't have to look at pictures or takes or all that kind of stuff on Twitter. That wasn't something that you did. Facebook was popping when I was in school, right? So it's amazing to me how these kids go through it every single day and have to read the garbage that people have, all the hot takes that come stem from nothing but their behinds, right? And, you know, anybody, anybody who can survive that for four years gets all of my kudos and praise. So go seniors. Two, I want you to have fun, right? Have fun tomorrow. I understand that you're coming off a lull, your loss that you were expecting to you know, be in the hunt came up short. Fine. Go back out there. This is why you do it. Have fun. Play your game. Keep it pushing. Let loose is my number three one. I think despite the fact that we don't have as many fans in Keenan, we can still make it fun environment because hopefully next season, I'm praying things will get back to some sort of normalcy. Number four, I want you to execute perfectly. So I don't want to see any sloppy turnovers. I would like to see no interceptions. I don't want to see any pass interferences. I don't want anybody in their head, anybody doing too much. Like, let's just play a clean game, get in, get out, injury free, and we all just go home, period. Okay? Good. Number five, I personally have not seen the the turnover chain once worth remembering this season like it's been out obviously but not worth remembering like it would be nice if there's just like a really incredible play maybe by someone as a senior who doesn't play much or a junior who's trying it for the first time hell even a freshman or sophomore I'm cool with that I just want to see a big nice play right it's just defensively I'm, I'm talking more to you you already know I would love them to just go ahead and do something exciting and spectacular because special teams could run, uh, cause a fumble or something like that. But no, I'm talking to defense. <laughs> I want defense to do the damn thing for once this season. I just all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. All tea, all shade. Take it how you want. Period. Okay? Now, when it comes to the ACC and the SEC playing schedule conversation, okay. I just had to get into this a little bit. SEC Commissioner Greg Skank, Skanky. Wow. Woo. See how that slipped? That was the Freudian slip right there. Greg Sankey 
<laughs> spoke about his conference's adamant decision to play all 10 games for their respective seasons, in which part would help their teams vying for a spot in the college football playoff resumes, i.e. Florida and Alabama. I don't believe Texas A&M is in this conversation because of COVID-19 issues, but we all know they're sitting at number five in the college football rankings. But let's talk about the fact that the ACC has done a little shifting, right? Notre Dame clinched a spot in the ACC title game by really sitting on the couch. They are 9-0. Their December 12th game against Wake Forest was eliminated, and it ends their, se- their season ends Saturday, tomorrow, against Syracuse. Clemson, who is 8-1, ends the regular season having a to win as a 22-point favorite at Virginia Tech this weekend to clinch a spot in Charlotte. So basically, we're giving the people what they want which is a Notre Dame versus Clemson rematch, right? All of that good stuff. Now you'll have a Trevor Lawrence playing. He's healthy, blah, blah, blah. Nobody is crying or not playing Dabo Sweeney. Everyone's going, doing their thing. Now, both schools will head into the ACC title game having played nine of their originally rescheduled 10 conference games. That means those ACC teams will have one less game for which is it needs to worry about COVID-19. And, you know, truthfully, I'm on the fence about who I'm riding on, riding for for this one. Because, one, you already know how I feel about Dabo. (laughs) He's not my favorite. Number two, you already know how I feel about Notre Dame. They're not my favorite, you know. I think that Notre Dame's spot should be ours (laughs) because we're definitely going to beat Miami on Saturday. So that was just a, yeah, for sure. We were going to go to the ACC championship. I don't think the Notre Dame should be in the ACC. I don't care what anybody says. I will say it's not blue in the face. It pisses me off because I'm, you know, bitter Betty over here. I'm hating from outside the club. Yeah, 100%. I think that, yeah, screw the Virginia and FSU losses. I'm just talking about the sheer fact that we could be in this conversation how we got our head on straight, right? But Notre Dame just decided, oh, one year we're going to be in a conference so we can get somebody on our schedule because this might be the one year that we actually win the championship. And I'm still going to put an asterisk by it because it's COVID-19. And I don't think anybody should be playing no damn football right now. But that's an aside. Period. Okay. Whew. I just say that to say, I don't understand why ACC would think anybody would say nothing <laughs> when it comes to them playing nine games, especially for how it's all playing out. Now, again, at the end of the day, you can play what you can play, but I just, you know, I'm, I'm mad about Notre Dame. I'm still, I'm very salty about that. I had every tenth and purpose and plan to go 11 and 0 this season and it did not happen. It did not happen because of, not because of Notre Dame, but it damn sure did help. <laughs> It damn sure didn't help. So that's my two cents. I'm very salty about that. And I think that at the end of the day, why do you get to preserve your players? Why do you not have to play these certain games? Why do, you know, ACC, you're trying to strengthen the schedule and get two people in the college football playoffs. But why are you going so hard for Notre Dame? I don't get it. (laughs) Like, I understand the implications because of financial reasons. And, you know, you want to hype two ACC schools, but... Really? Next year when they say they don't want to do with y'all, like, what y'all going to do? Y'all going to still be going hard? Like, please. Man, please. You know, I just, I don't know. They make me very upset. Can you tell? <laughs> but, yeah. So, that's my three cents on that. I'm honestly here with, for Greg. I think that, honestly, he should stay in his own lane a little bit with his SEC. Worry about them. Get y'all games complete before you come over here playing in our ACCR. But... I'm not going to say I'm mad at old buddy because I do think that Notre Dame has skated by nicely this year. That's my three, three cents for you. Okay. I'll round it out here. Finish out 
this last segment, our practical gym segment of the day. It's a special one. I've got some questions for you guys. I'm going to ask you him, ask you them next on Locked on Tar Heels. Built Go makes you the best you at whatever you do. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's five-hour energy without the same crash feeling, plus it's natural, so it's better for your body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. Built Go comes in three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and my personal favorite, chocolate mint. How does Built Go work so well? Built Go gives me the kick to keep me going strong with B6 and B12 vitamins. Built Go combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast absorbing, so it gets into my system fast, plus it's easy on my stomach. Visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. Are you looking for the best bets heading into Sunday's NFL action? Well, listen to Locked on NFL every Friday as your boy Q and Bo Brock are joined by a betting expert and analyst from the Action Network. Get your full weekend preview and Sunday six-pack of winning bets every Friday on Locked on NFL. Subscribe to Locked on NFL wherever you get your podcast. Now, I have got to give you guys a recap of this week. As we know, it's been an eventful week for Carolina athletics and more importantly I want some parting questions because I'm always the person who's inquisitive so I want to leave you with something so maybe you can ponder on it on over the weekend come back to me you know on Monday let me know your thoughts or you can hit me up at Candace D Cooper at Locked on Heels and we can have that conversation right here now so let's do what we got to do okay so the Maui invite happened. We saw UNC face UNLV, Stanford, and Texas. Now I want to know from y'all, what impressed you most about the Heels' performance in, at the invite? Were you excited about what you saw each and every game? Were you excited about the fight of the team? Were you excited about the fact that they battle, were battle-tested and survived mostly, but then came up short with what was just one of an incredible step-back jumper? You can't make – I mean, that's just – shooting out the shooting out of your mind that night but more importantly that was probably just rhythmic muscle memory to him right so nobody could have really stepped up and blocked that shot if they wanted to cool fine texas i'm looking and talking to you mr coleman the third still crying about that shot but nevertheless should we stop playing texas that's another question i'm gonna throw out for free for you now what are things that carolina basketball still needs to improve on besides the obvious like we know it's turnovers we know it's free throws we know it's creating offense are there any other things that you guys have seen that you want to share with me as we're heading into the big stretch right couple games that we have playing we have iowa then ohio state but more importantly after that we're heading right into our ACC schedule. We're starting our ACC schedule the same night as the NBA starts their season. We've got NC State at that, and they are coming. They're the only undefeated team right now in the triangles. So it's going to be a doozy, right? I just saw them last night celebrating ice cream. I also saw the women's team, shout out to NC State's women's team, beating USC. Okay, that was pretty awesome. So spreading love around the triangle as we should. Now, if you want to hear takes about that, make sure you listen to Locked on Wolfpack because, yeah, it was pretty pretty good moment for them. Now, other questions I have for you guys. Last one for basketball sake. Do you think we're going to beat Iowa? Do you think Luca Gardens is going to give us the works? Or can we do something? Will our freshmen finally figure it out? Are they going to be the ones who step up? 
or will our senior leadership, if Garrison gets that ankle right, going to be good to go? Ugh, those are kind of, those are questions I have for y'all. Now, when you watch UNC versus Western Carolina tomorrow, which senior are you most sad to see go? I know for me personally, it would definitely be Michael Carter. I think he brings more than just leadership on the field, but also off of it. I am sad to see Chas go because he's been a fun story. He's been a fun thing to see when you believe in yourself enough, right? You believe that you are capable of being at a certain position at a certain level and you work your ass off to do it. Hey, if the sky is not the limit for this guy, I'm not sure what is. So I'm so excited to see him play on Sundays. I hope that he plays for my Giants. We can always use some defensive help. And I'm always going to go hard for uh, the Giants there. If they want to put me on locks on Giants, I would be a great get. I'm just trying to say. Just shouting my own stuff out there. Now, my other question for you, will Carolina look ahead to Miami and not focus on the game? Do you think they're going to be too caught up and the fact that they lost against Notre Dame, they know they still have a big Miami game next week. Are they going to play to their fullest extent? <sighs> we'll have to see. But I am so eager and anxious to see your answers as you hit me up at Locked on Heels at Candice D. Cooper. So let's do that. Make sure you hit me up. I'm excited to talk to you guys. It is going to be a great weekend. We've got some exciting things ahead next week. As I mentioned, the crossover episode for the ACC Big Ten Challenge. It's going to be fun. Locked on Hawkeyes. I'm ready. I'm going to bring my A game when it comes to talking Carolina basketball. I'm super pumped about it, and I hope you guys are too. Make sure you guys come back next week. I hope you have a great weekend. Stay smart, safe out there. You know all the good stuff, all right? As always, I say it every day. Go Heels.